Welcome to the Parenting Teen Solution Podcast, where we help strengthen family connections by supporting parents with tools and tips on how to communicate effectively with their preteens and teens. Are you a parent struggling to understand the changes in your teen? Are you worried about the communication gap um, between your teenager and yourself? Are you upset about the lack of motivation you are beginning to notice in your teen? We all experience one or more of these at some point in our teenager's adolescent journey. Stay tuned. Let's talk. Let's share. And let's help each other as we take this ride with our teens. Remember, when we know better as parents, we do better. This is your host, Fina Chichi Ikeji. Hey parents, how are we doing? So I want to talk today about how to teach our teens self-regulation. I hear a lot of parents say, oh, my teenager has got some anger problems. And I sometimes, um, through talking to them, find out that it's the anger problems are really a lack of being able to self-regulate. And, and that's really, really key. And a lot of times through the anger, uh, many behavioral problems, you know, and issues, you know, come across. But I'd love actually to really let parents know that a lot of these behavioral issues that we come across stems from our teenagers' lack of self-regulation. They don't know how to regulate themselves when they're triggered or when something happens. They've not learned how to self-regulate. Teenagers can be very quick to react, not because... Um, they don't care about the consequences, not because they're trying to be disrespectful or be known as someone with a, a bad behavior, but it's mostly because they haven't learned um, how to self-regulate. They're not taught self-regulation. They're not probably modeled self-regulation by the, by the adults in their lives. And they've not been supported in times of when they've overreacted or when they've gotten angry and done something. Um, it's, it's very easy for them to see the adults in their life being angry with them, um, when they make mistakes, but no one's actually showing them, or even if we do end up showing them, um, or correcting them, um, about their behaviors, it's done with a mode of delivery of either that we were yelling at them or we were criticizing or complaining or comparing them while we were correcting them. And I say this quite a lot that our mode of delivery when we are correcting our teenagers matters. A lot of times we as parents, we are saying the right things. We are giving them the right values. We're telling them the right principles that they can use to succeed in their lives. But our model of delivery to the valuable things that we're sharing with them ruins what we're actually sharing with them. So if we're yelling at them while we're trying to correct them, if we're criticizing them while we're trying to correct them, if we're comparing them to other people while we're trying to correct them, then everything we're saying in those during that correction doesn't even get through to them. They don't hear it because all they can see are the modes of delivery of what we're sharing and not the actual stuff that we're sharing. So how do we teach our teens self-regulation? I say number one here is to model it. When we as parents learn how to self-regulate, when we as parents self-regulate, it's important that we talk to them about it. So for example, someone did something wrong to me probably at work and I've come home and I'm kind of 
talking about it. I can say things like, you know, what she did, what she said to me, it triggered me. I was upset, but I remembered I need to self-regulate. And I stopped and I paused and then I approached her with the right tone. So as you talk to them, you're telling them the struggle you had. Yes, you, you got angry, but you didn't act in that anger. And these are the kind of stories that our teenagers and children need to hear from us that then helps them apply it in their own lives. A lot of times teenagers have lots of issues in their friendship groups. And when you hear the stories and you hear the reactions, you'd find out that a lack of self-regulation was part of it. They've overreacted when someone said something or they assumed that someone meant something else when someone, when someone meant something else. Do you see what I mean? So learning self-regulation has to be modeled by us. We've got to model it and then explain to them what we did in those situations so that they can align our actions with the principle of self-regulation. So we modeling it is number one. Number two, we've got to support them through their crisis, through those overreactions, through those mistakes that they've made. We've got to learn how to support them through them. So when your teenager gets into trouble, they've reacted very angrily. They've done something out of anger um, through, you know, with someone that's gone something rather than shout at them and say, but why did you do that? Couldn't you just calm down? Why is this? What is always wrong with you? Why do you do this all the time? Rather than find, looks at looking for the fastest or the, the, the quickest punishments when they have gone through those kind of situations. It's important that we start, we, we come with this, I call this curious questioning. Question with curiosity and compassion. Ask them, what were they thinking when they did that? What was going through their minds when they did that? And when you say that in that calm tone, your teenager knows that the question is not going to lead to more criticisms or more judgment. The questions are going to lead to you listening to them to understand where they were coming from when they reacted. When you get to sit down with teenagers and hear their reasons for overreacting or getting angry at someone, you will understand that their thinking was so justified in their minds before they took that action. You, you will see that. The question is, do we get to hear their answers? Because we've not, have we said it in such a calm tone that our teenagers are then open to us to give us their answers. It's in their answers that we can then correct them. It's in their answers that we can correct them because in their answers, you could hear some wrong assumptions they've made. It's so important that we do that, that calmness in the questioning leads to them answering and giving us their answers. And when you hear their answers, you can see the gaps. And it's those gaps that we need to fill in. It's those gaps that we need to fill in. So it's very, very vital that we do that. Support them through those crises rather than yell at them because of what they've done. I want to give you a little script that I, I, I kind of thought about when I, when I talked about how we support them through those crises. So they've done something so wrong. We can't even comprehend this. We're so upset at what they did. It's important as well for us to self-regulate because there's no need to correct our children when we've not self-regulated. If we're going to correct our children in that hyped up mode of anger and stuff, it's not going to work. We all know it from experience. It doesn't work. So come to your teenager and say, you know what? I know you. 
I know something must have happened for you to do this. This is not normally you. Talk to me. Talk to me. What happened? What were the thoughts going through your mind before you did this? And our teenagers can hear your tone. That's the key in what I've just said. They can hear your tone. And the more your tone is calmer, the more they're open up to share why they did what they did. Once they've shared what they did or why they did what they did, it's important for us to validate. Okay, I hear you. Don't criticize what they did. Don't criticize what they thought before they did what they did. Don't criticize it. Okay, I hear you. Next time, why don't you try doing it this way? Next time, why don't you try just walk away? Next time, why don't you try doing it this way? And when you say those kind of things, you can even bring up an example of, of what you've shared with them before. Say, remember when I told you guys that my manager said this, and then I did this, and then I did that. Remember when I told you guys how when dad said something, I then said, or when mom said something, I then said. Give them examples of what you've shared with them in the past. Again, so that they can align your actions with the actions that they need to take when next this happens. Because they're still going to get, they're still going to face challenging situations. What are they going to do the next time? And how we support them through this current crisis is what is going to help them in dealing with the next crisis or challenge that they come about. Okay, so it's very important that we do that. And then the third and final tip that I have here is give them great feedback every time they successfully deregulate. Okay, give them feedback. I want to say the word praise, but... Teenagers are very, teenagers don't take praise the way younger children would take praise. If it was a younger child I was talking about, I could tell you, okay, praise, praise the young, young child when they stay calm or praise the young child when they, they don't overreact. You know, with, our, with our teenagers, I, I want to swap the word praise for feedback. So give them a positive feedback every time they successfully self-regulate. And there are three things that you're feedback needs to be it needs to have to make it really work the first is be discreet about it don't start saying it out loud oh oh it was so good what you did oh i was so i'm so proud of you in front of everyone no 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 because you're just going to embarrass your teens <laughs> you're going to embarrass your teens so do it discreetly they go into their room or you meet them in the kitchen somewhere you know what i saw what you did i, I noticed that you were able to self-regulate well done for doing that that's great and then you walk away don't stay too long in that conversation. Just walk away. And remember, see, when I just talked about it now, it was descriptive as well. So not only is it discreet, but it's actually des descriptive. You describe what they've done. You say, I, I saw you walk away. I saw you take a pause. I saw you do that. Well done. And you walk away. Okay. Also, make sure that it's delayed. Don't do it immediately. They've done that. Okay. So take your time. This, even, if, even if it's the next day. I noticed what you did yesterday or I noticed what you did earlier on. So don't do it immediately. Try and make, you know, delay your feedback, make it discreet and describe the feedback and make it short, short and quick. It's not a long story. It's not, it's not um, a, a gist or a comedy. Just make it nice and brief and walk away. And when you do that, what that does to your teenager is that it gives them time to reflect. Okay. All right. So what I did worked. And it was good. Okay. And that's 
these things become building tools for our teenagers so that next time they face another situation, they're able to self-regulate knowing that there is, there is something positive from it and they can see themselves um, knowing who they are more and more as they learn to, to, to self-regulate. So those were the tips that I wanted to share um, on this topic on about self-regulation. When you have a situation where you think your child, your child gets very angry or is very hot-tempered and all that kind of stuff, think about self-regulation because that's really um, the key. That's really where it stems from. If they know how to self-regulate, then they wouldn't overreact when they get angry. They would know the kind of things to do for themselves to stay away and to you know react in a different way. These will also help in terms of their friendships as well. Um, what they learn in self-regulation, they can, they can bring to other relationships with their friends, with their work colleagues when they go to work, you know, with their, you know, their, their partner, their partners in the future. These are all the building tools that will help them in different relationships that they come across. So I trust that this has helped. Self-regulation is really, really key. In summary, let's model it. Let's support them through the crisis that they have while they're learning it. And let's give them positive feedback that is discreet, is delayed and is descriptive. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. I do hope that you did enjoy it. If you've got any questions regarding this episode or any other questions on parenting teenagers, please do feel free to reach out to us on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Parenting Teen Solutions, and we're also on Facebook, Parenting Teens Solutions as well. Let's continue to grow together. Let's continue to encourage each other, inspire each other and empower each other as parents of teens. Let's continue to thrive together as we we navigate this journey with our teenagers. We help them, we communicate with them, we connect with them. We build that relationship with them as they go through this journey from teenagehood to adulthood. Until we meet again in the next episode, I want to say take care. God bless you and have a fantastic, fantastic week ahead. Bye-bye.